Hello. Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? Yo, yo, yo. Okay, we we all on board? Yes. Wicked, wicked, wicked. So listen, we want to welcome everyone to episode two of the Hoxton Marketplace podcast. I'm featuring Chelsea, myself, and also Matt from Matt's Island. So thank you very much for being on board, Matt. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It's an honour to be on episode two. Yes, very excited to have you. Super excited. So for our audience who don't know, um, I'm sure many people that are into the casual scene would have heard of Matt's Island, but he is a long-time Stone Island and casual clothing apparel seller. And um, you've been pretty big on the scene for quite some time. And I think it's it's really good that we have you here just to kind of find out more about how you started, your journey, all that type of good stuff. So Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to sharing my journey with you guys. No, 100%. I really appreciate it, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, um yeah. I mean, I think the last time I saw you was at the Stone Island Talk event. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. What, Mass Appeal? That's the one. Mass, yeah. Was it? Yeah, Mass Appeal. That was yeah. like years ago. Yeah, a long time ago, man. That was sick. Yeah, man. that event and, was wicked. Wicked. It was, it was a wicked event. And I've, I've been craving for like an event like that to happen ever since. Yeah, man. It, it was amazing. Um, Chris, the guy who organised it, did such, an, such a good job with that. It was totally wicked. To be honest yeah, with you, with, with Hoxton Marketplace... Um, we're trying to see if we can do something like that in the future. Obviously, we've got yeah, lockdown yeah. now, so that's a bit annoying. But that's kind of like the, one of the directions that we want to go in is have some type of event like that. Because literally, you had to, like, lots, of, lots of the heads come down from like Europe and stuff like that. Um, yourself, lots of big time sellers come down. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great place for everyone to uh, to kind of mix and blend, really. And you borrowed us quite a few jackets on that day to go and do a photo shoot. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was sick. That was sick. Wait, yeah, wait, yeah, Mass Appeal. No, there was another event. Was it, no, no it was that Blanche, was... Sorry, it was Blanche. It was yeah, <laughs> yeah, I met you at it. both of those. Um, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that car boot sale thing. That's um, the one. Car booty, Blanche's car booty. Or yeah. Um, that's the one. It was, it was one. at the same venue, wasn't it? It was. The, that's why I got confused. Yeah, yeah, I got confused as well, man. But and you had the Stone Island Supreme, the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my girls. Sick. Do you still have that piece? Uh, was that the camo one? The camo one. No, I, I actually sold that camo one. No, I've got. Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I've, I know I'm after it again. I've got the. I've got the black one and I've got the yellow one. And the yellow in one in my collection. Wow. But, but I, I need that camo one back. And there's so many pieces that I've sold that I wish I never sold. But that's oh, that's one of them. Man. That's one of them. Man. Um, quick question: If you had like all three, how much do you think all of that would would um was fetchable? Um. Uh, I think the camo one goes for like 1.5. That's the most sought after yeah. one. Um, right, right. The black one, I'd price it at around maybe like 1.1, 1.2. And then the yellow one around one. Um, wow, wow. So you're looking almost like around nearly the 4K mark. Yeah. Three decades. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's mental. That is mental. Well, listen, we've got a whole bunch of questions for you. Chelsea and I are going to shoot and go through that and then hopefully we'll find out more about you and stuff like that. So um, the first question I have is like, look, take me back to the beginning of how your journey started, the selling, Instagram and all this type of stuff. Cool, man. So um, I started when I was about 16 years old. So start start of sixth form. Um, I don't know what the sixth form equivalent is over in the US, Chelsea, but um, yeah, 16 years old in education. These times I've got no swag. So <laughs> <laughs> these times I've got no swag. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing um, uh, red shoes with a red hoodie, 
blue shoes with a blue hoodie. That was my thing. I'll just match match my shoes with my hoodie, and that that was my swag right. in it. Um, <laughs> and then, so I've moved to this new sixth form, and uh, right. I've met a boy called Alex who I made friends with when I was there, and right. he was like massively fashion conscious. He was on his fashion thing, um, and um, he would get all of his stuff off eBay. Right. So he's he's showed me now how you can pick up items like bare cheap, yeah, wear them, and yeah, just like potentially even make money off them. So right. so he showed me the ways on eBay. Um, and my my other boy, he's just bought um full stone island tracksuit, which I thought looked sick. So I've like used Alex's knowledge of eBay. And my boy's Stone Island tracksuit, and I thought, cool, I want some Stone Island, but these times I can't afford it because I'm broke. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, I was working. I think I was working back then, but I was working in, like, a uniform shop, earning, like, £5 an hour. Right. I was spending that all on the weekends anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've got no money these times. So, cool. Right. I've jumped on eBay, and I've put up a jacket that I bought in the Top Man sales the year before i think i bought it for like 60 pounds i wore it for yeah. a year and i put it on yeah. ebay and i um i got like 73 pounds for it or something like that and that That's that amazing. blew my mind i was like i wore this jacket for a year for a year and i didn't lose a penny on it so i thought and cool made money. yeah and I, I made a little bit of money on it so i was like cool i'm gonna start doing this to up my wardrobe because obviously when you're 16 and that you you're starting to get like i don't know uh I don't know, conscious of what you're wearing. You want you want to look good for the gal. Um, <laughs> um, for the gal, them. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. Your, see, it's your fault, Chelsea, that guys have to go through. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I've just started, like, uh, re-upping my wardrobe like that um, through eBay. I've started buying Stone Island because my boy who put me onto Stone Island uh, and... Back in back in those days on eBay, you could I was literally I was buying Stone Island jumpers for like seventeen pounds, no lie, like seventeen pounds, twenty five pounds, mm. um, and I was selling them, selling them or wearing them for a bit, and then selling them on Depop for like forty five pounds or whatever, like something like that. Right, right. Look at that. Um. So yeah, so that's that's how I started really, and then I realised that I could make a little bit of pocket money from this, so I started doing yeah. other brands like cheap brands. Like Ralph, um, Tommy Hilfiger, things like that. Um, how, how did you know what brands would be popular to to to, to read? How did you know which would, or did you literally just buy brands that you liked and then just flogged it? Yeah, I was, I was just buying brands that I liked, and um, uh, it, it was just brands like Ralph Lauren is quite, I don't know, like a Ralph Lauren sweatshirt. Everyone likes a Ralph Lauren sweatshirt, so mm. it was just um, it was easy like that. I, I was buying them for seven pounds, selling them for like twenty pounds, thirty pounds, or whatever. Um, these times I'm still quite broke. Uh, I think at one point I saw this uh, bundle on eBay with a bundle of clothes. Like I can't remember. I think it was a load of Stone Island, um, and I was I begged my parents for a little loan. It was like a two hundred pound loan. That that's how broke I was. I didn't I didn't have any money yet. So I begged my parents. I was like, please, um, I reckon I can make some money off this. Um, and uh yeah and they they uh dropped me that 200 pounds and i bought that bundle and yeah made a bit of money off of it uh yeah that's how i started man so 
yeah, that's how I started. I, I started with no money, literally, and that, it's all just like snowballed from there. So I haven't, I never got, I never got a big loan from my parents. They never dropped me ten k or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, it just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask from that two hundred pound bundle, Derek? Just mm. roughly, you have to give me the exact amount. But how, what did you turn uh, that into? That two hundred into roughly. To be honest, I, I, I really don't know. I, I know I made a little bit of money on it. So let's say, let's say I made like three hundred off of that. And I think there was like six items. One of them was a Stone Island jacket that was battered. It was like destroyed. Um, I can't remember what jacket it was, but it was it had peeled completely. Um, right. So I took a little bit of an L on that, but then I made took a bit of a hit. but then I made money on the other pieces. So other so pieces. yeah, maybe maybe I'll turn that two hundred into like three hundred, um, which was big for me back then because oh yeah, I was, well, I, was wearing, yeah. I was working and earning five pound an hour, so. So to get a hundred pounds from a bit of a flip, yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, it was crazy, and uh, yeah, I was just um, doing it all from home. Um, my parents were really rating what I was doing. Like I was, I was saying, yeah, I, was, I bought this for ten pounds, and I just sold it for thirty-five, and they were like, oh wow, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah, it was, it was cool, man. It was cool. How how did that then now turn into the Matt's Island? that we see today with the cool logo and, cool. Um, and, and all the, you know, your website yeah, yeah, yeah. and all the stock that, all the crazy grail stocks pieces that you had. Cool. So that was sixth form when I was 16, 17 years old. And then, um, right. I've taken a year out of sixth form to work, uh, just to stack up some money. So I worked mm -hmm. in a betting shop and, um, for a year before I went to university so I got my money up. I, w I was doing my Depop thing and working in the betting shop for a year before I went to uni. So I went to uni with some money. And then uni right. gave me, so you get the uh, the university loan. So that gave me some, that gave me a load of money. I think, I don't know how much I got from the loan, but but maybe I had like an extra 2K to play around with. Uh, and, yeah. and that's where it really kicked off. Um when I went to uni. So rather than yeah. using that money to go and invest in your books, <laughs> yeah. you went and you thought, you know what, I can, I can, I got a bit of money. I'm going to try and flip this. Yeah, man. More. So, and, and then, so yeah, it all, it all, um, really, uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but like it snowballed from, uh, when I started uni, that's when it started going quite crazy. I started earning a lot of money off of it. I, I still didn't have a website at this point. It was just deep up. Um, yeah. uh, I got a massive following on on Depop back in the day. I had, wow. I, I think, I, I don't actually use Depop anymore, really. Um, but I think I've got yeah. like eighty thousand followers. And um, nice. uh, back in the day on Depop, that was crazy. I was one of, I was one of the biggest sellers. Um, I, I was definitely the biggest Stone Island seller on Depop. Wow! So, um, I, wow. I was shining wow. it down on on um, Depop. Uh, wow! So yeah, that was my first year of uni, and I yeah. found myself focusing a lot more on my business. Then I did my studies, so uh, and I was I was partying maybe a bit too hard, um, <laughs> and then we bought that extra yeah, cheese and exactly, extra exactly. Um, come the end of the first year of uni, um, it was actually my dad that put the idea into my head because uh, he he just picked me up um, from my accommodation and I was still licked off the night before, so. Um, <laughs> He, I don't know. He he just saw maybe maybe this isn't the best idea because he obviously saw that I wasn't taking my studies very hard, uh, very um seriously. Right. So right. So yeah, he put the idea into my head. He was like, "How about what if you dropped out and what if you 
focused on your business and wow imagine your your dad saying that yeah that was crazy to me because they've all my parents have always been like very um study study study, study. do your do your work um study 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 and i i literally hadn't even considered the idea until he until we said that and then from from when he yeah yeah man for sure from when he said that i dropped out within the week i was like you know what that's a sick idea i'm gonna do it Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, within a week, I dropped out of uni. Uh, and mm. I, I, re- I really respect that because he obviously looked, and it's very difficult to do this. I guess if you've got a child, like you said, like even me being from like a Nigerian um, heritage, it will always be study, study, study. Yeah, 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 yeah. As if that's going to solve all your problems. Yeah. And sometimes it does, but then sometimes you've got to look at a person and think, look, where is this person actually? For where sure. are their strengths? And where are their weaknesses? And like play on their strengths. Like if you look at lo- lots of the people that we kind of aspire yeah. to, they're like musicians and actors. Yeah, and man, for sure. And for sure. If they just stuck at studies, then they wouldn't probably be where yeah, they are. Yeah, for sure. And they are now. So it's good that it's good. That I was never. Um, I was never. Yeah, I, I was never like very um, good in good in my studies. Like um, I was smart, okay. but I just I was never motivated. I, I just I wasn't. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just wasn't very motivated in school and university yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I've always been good yeah. at making money. Like uh, when I was in secondary school, I was buying and selling sweets. Right. Um, <laughs> so I've always been good at buying and selling. That's always been my thing. Right. Um, well, I know we were discussing like pricing a little bit earlier and about how, you know, you were buying these pieces for super cheap, like 10 pounds, 15 pounds. Mm. Now, with the current situation and the current pricing for Stone Island... What are your thoughts on that and how it's all changed? Um, so yeah, the uh, recently every year Stone Island are banging up their prices and not not subtly either. Mm. They're putting it; they're not mm. putting up a soft shell by five pound every year. But they're adding on thirty, forty yeah. pounds every year, which, and it's getting a, it's pricing a lot of people out of the game. Um, yeah, I've never been one to buy stuff retail, but Same. but it's more unrealistic now than it ever has been um yeah so i think that's pushing people more towards pre-owned stuff and that in turn is pushing the prices up of pre-owned stuff but i think that's understandable i think pre-owned stuff in the past has been very undervalued underpriced undervalued um and i i think now it's the prices of pre-owned stuff is it seems it seems fair like yeah 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 Totally agree. Totally agree. It's, um, I just think with the pre-owned market, it's, it's been so, and it's interesting because your, your story is very similar to mine in terms of like sourcing yeah. items, like um, lower prices. I, I would source a lot of items from like EU yeah. at the time um, because I, I just found there that in EU, when I was picking up items, um, especially from places like yeah, Germany, yeah, yeah. Um, Italy, that they were just, um, the condition of the items would just be really, really good. It's like they really looked yeah, after yeah. their their items, and also like pricing was just really low. Yeah, back in the day, man, pricing um, was it was ridiculous day, how cheap stuff day. is. But but for people listening, yeah, like um, don't get it twisted. You can't you can't get get steals like that anymore because everybody is so on this pre-owned stuff because yeah. retail prices are out of out of reach. Everybody's turned to pre-owned, yeah. and they know that where do you get pre-owned stuff? Depop, eBay, so. Finding a steal nowadays is so difficult. Um, so totally difficult agree. to find totally find agree. a good priced um, item because yeah, everybody's just on this pre-owned thing. So yeah, and and I 
And I think what's interesting is like marketplace communities like ours and other ones out yeah. there and stuff and, and the information out there, people are understanding how to price their sure. items now when they sell it. For sure. Whereas maybe back in the day, if someone had like a 500 pound jacket, like, oh God, I don't know. I don't know what I'll get. For Let me just put it for like yeah, 150, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. It's secondhand, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and then, yeah, yeah. you know, they'll just sell it for that. And then you, there's still some margin left in there to get like a good, um, mm-hmm. a good sell price from it. So, um, so yeah, that's um, that's very interesting. Um, what are your current grill pieces? What 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 would you say your grill um, pieces at the moment? Grill pieces. Uh, so I've got some that are in my collection, and then there's some that I want to get my hands on. Uh, so in my collection, my personal favorite grills in my collection would be my woodland camo jacket from 2006, I think it is. Um, okay. It was that jacket that I was wearing at that car booty thing uh the camo one it's right, got a okay. fleece lining uh the quality on it's yes. wicked um i just really like how it fits and that um i have back in the day they were going for like 250 nowadays it's like 550 for that jacket um wow wow other pieces in my collection i love my helicopter supreme stone island collaboration jackets um yeah. i love them um i don't really know why it's got that it's got the razzo lining which kind of sucks because that means it's just not going to wear very well you know they all peel over right. time but that's why i don't really wear right, them too okay. much um i've got the that denim badge jacket um i'm not sure what year that's from uh chelsea you might know you know the denim badge um like overshirt jacket kind of thing not sure exactly i forget right, what year okay. the denim badge. yeah 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 okay we need um lewis sing on this one yeah he would know he would know for sure for sure <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, another piece in my collection that I love is my hand-painted sheepskin. Uh, it's that white leather jacket. Oh, with yes. A Shirley, so amazing. We've done a photo shoot on that. Oh, yeah, I love that piece, man. I love that piece. And then the pieces that I would love to get into my collection, there's a reflective marina jacket. But I don't know the year. Is it 92? Is it 88? It came in like a blue colorway, yellow colorway. Most of the, most of them around now are like pretty destroyed, but I think it. I think the worn look on it looks wicked. Just how the reflective material has worn over the years. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I love that jacket. And I, I'd love to get my hands on one. Even even a really damaged one, I'd love to get my hands on one. Absolutely. Um, wow. wow. Yeah. It seems like. Um, do you, it's it's sounding like you prefer, and it's probably because of the story yeah. that you came up but you're preferring more of the older kind of stuff than the new stuff. Um, am, I, am I wrong? Uh, Stone Island? That Marina reflective jacket, that's probably the oldest I would go back. Um, yeah. my, most of my grails are like between maybe 2005 and 2012. I still class those as the yeah, older pieces. Yeah, though. I, like, what's your thought on the new the new, pieces? New. Like the, the kind of 2019, 2020, um, kind of higher end... Uh, you know stuff that they're trying to come up with is that is that like no nah, like, not really yeah, they I'm haven't done anything for the past really? few years that really? have really um mm. hit the mark with me i think cp company has okay. released some jackets that i love that i really want to get my I hands agree. on I agree that. there's that jacket that skeptical wore on a photo shoot that red shimmer uh, what's it called i can't remember what the material is called but skeptical wore it in a photo shoot a video shoot but yeah, man, that, that jacket I love. Um, I think CP Company in okay. recent years have stepped up their game, 
past Stone Island, I think. Totally. Um, I agree. I they've agree. Been, yeah, they've been doing bits. But with that, of course, their retail prices are going all the way up. Another Grail piece. This is probably the most recent piece to come out that I would consider one of my Grails. It's that hidden reflective puffer jacket. That's a that's a jacket that I had and I sold. Um, unfortunately, just one of one of them ones. How how big is your collection um, now? Hmm. Is it uh, mad I've big? Or are you probably like got like a. Maybe around 14, 14 jackets that I don't wear, kind of your, but I wouldn't main, sell. Right. Like kind of like my archive right. kind of um, that I oh, okay. that I would like uh, use for photo shoots and um, yeah, that kind of thing. So I just I just have them aside almost as an investment, even because um, yeah, yeah, these are the kind of pieces totally. that just go up in value over the years. They will go up. They're yeah, super rare. yeah, definitely. So like every year, each of these jackets are going up like a hundred pounds. So yeah, that that's what's stopping wow. me from selling them because a bank isn't going to give you that kind of return yeah. on investment. So <laughs> mate, we all know that hundred percent. So yeah, 100%. what is your thought? We've touched yeah. on this already on the um, the the pre-o market, and it, it I, I find it quite interesting, and I think a lot of people find it quite interesting. But what's your thoughts on the current opportunities in the market? pricing yeah, um, yeah, yeah selling as well as a culture because i feel like the, i feel like when i was like selling back in the day mm. and like probably when you was that there was very few people yeah. that were doing it i, I was doing it in, in yeah in yeah, yeah. Of way and then I, I saw you were doing it from way back yeah way man back then, way back then and i just feel like now if you go everyone's like it's like everyone's yeah. cottoned onto it and everyone's like got an instagram yeah. account and they're suddenly they're yeah man it's crazy the amount of the amount of people that are doing it now, but it doesn't surprise me because back in the day it was such a easy way to make money. Um, but now it's yeah. not like it was. It's not easy. It's not an easy way to make money because it's not. You can't find stills like you used to. Um, I don't. No. Yeah, I don't know where to find stills anymore, other than like, yeah, mm. maybe even like the the Hox group, uh, the Facebook group. Um, you, yeah. you get stills on there, but. Mm. Um, uh, mm. I've got a few suppliers now. That's that's how I get my stock now. Luckily, because um, you can't rely on eBay yeah. like you used to. Um, I think also no, you need no. to uh, like know people that can like hook you up with some deals and everything. For sure, too. for sure. And yeah, just because because I've been in the game for so long, I've just I've just met these people that can hook me up with. Yeah, yeah, with some, some good, good deals. Um, yeah, opportunities. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how easy it is to start up a business like mine. Like back in the day, because you could find things so cheap, you could just sell things cheap, and that would be enough of a selling point to take business away from the bigger sellers. You because you could just price price it lower than them. But but yeah, with the prices going up, it's hard to do that. So I don't know how easy it is to start up a business like this anymore. yeah it, it it would be hard work but there's a lot of people doing it so yeah maybe there is a way to make it work for sure yeah but not not from not from the angle where, how you started in, in europe yeah yeah it's changed it's, it's changed. changed you'd have to take a different approach yeah for sure what 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 i'm seeing a lot in the market now and this is what i've noticed and i've we're going to do a dedicated pod- okay. podcast on this topic, but what I've noticed now is that because a lot of people are trying to get into this mm. reselling game, 
that they're trying, like, like you said, they're trying to find, and I, I'm quoting <laughs> my fingers here, uh, trusted yeah. suppliers around the market yeah. wholesale and trying to pick up like Dior, yeah, yeah, yeah. Palm Angels and all these, all these like Gucci, all these brands which are no- absolutely notoriously, if not impossible to yeah. get wholesale than anyone else other than an official mm-hmm. official wholesaler. What, what what I see going on is these is the mm. counterfeiters are getting in touch with these so-called wholesalers, supplying them, and then the, and then the suppliers are then supplying yeah. these resellers who then go and buy this stuff. And some of it looks super real, yeah, and they're man. selling it, and they're paying like 10k, 15k for all this stock, and they get it, and it looks super real, and they put it out, and then suddenly yeah, it's like that for sure for sure wherever there's wherever there's a lot of money there's always going to be scammers um so so yeah. yeah with these brands like gucci and that you're going to find so many scammers yeah um and yeah with the wholesale you're you're right there are people that are getting supplied fakes and they don't even know it um because they maybe they're quite it. new in the game and they don't know how to exactly. spot fake and yeah fakes are getting so good nowadays no. aren't they yeah, yeah, especially for the higher, the higher end, like the Gucci's and the Valentino. Because really, when you check the quality of this stuff, it's not like it's not. Yeah, like the T-shirt's nice quality, but it's not. To yeah, fake, it's not impossible. It's not really a it's challenge for the counterfeiters. It's, it's, it's not just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just not a challenge for sure for them, you know. I just wanted to touch more, like on the whole counterfeit market, since we were talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Matt thinks about like the changes over the past few years, like how good these rep makers yeah, are getting. Yeah, yeah. Maybe some key items you look for when yeah. you know you're trying to. Spot yeah, it. totally. Because when yeah, exactly. Because when Matt, when you were picking stuff up, maybe you don't know how. Well, to yeah, spot mate. When I, when I started, like um, if I think if you would go on my Facebook profile and you scroll all the way back to like some of my early profile pictures, you you can actually clock me wearing a fake Stone Island jumper because I didn't I didn't know any better back <laughs> oh, then. No. I thought it was real. I was buying <laughs> yeah, it, sure. thinking it was real. Matt, so that's quite funny. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you yeah. can you can see me wearing a fake Stone Island, but not I would yeah. never wear yeah. one knowingly. Um, it was because I just didn't know any better. But but yeah, these, these uh, rep makers, um, they're getting better and better. But you know what? They they've actually been pumping out these quality fakes for many years now. It's only recently mm. that they're getting talked about a lot, so more and more people know about it. So we're finding more of them yeah. floating around the market. Um, because, yeah, these fakes mm-hmm. from China, they've been very good for a number of years now. I think, like, 2016, I remember mm. their soft shells from, like, 2016 were near enough, mm. near enough, almost impossible to spot. There were ways to spot it. But, um, spot. but yeah, we yeah. just we just need to stay on top of how to spot these fakes, even though it's not easy. Um, uh, and, yeah, inform the peoples. It to- I totally agree, man. and I think also the brands need to yeah, kind of step in and find ways to to um, yeah. To I, help I, I agree. I agree. Well. I, I think, and it seems like they they're not doing anything about it for some reason. My mate no. Chris said um said something what? interesting. He said um he thinks that they're almost letting them do it so that people have to buy off the retailer retailer 100%. themselves 100%. to feel safe 100%. so so he said yes yeah, stone island they're letting it slide totally because then people will feel uneasy buying totally it. agree 
in from shops totally like me or not whatever. Just Stone Island. Not just, not just, yeah. yeah, not just Stone Island. Um, I think all the brands, and you're right, yeah. I, I, I would really agree with that because it's like, I, I just I just feel like there's no love yeah. for the pre-owned market. If, 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 if you got a fake item, I remember mm. when I used to work in Selfridges and um, if someone came in and said, oh, um, I, I got this jumper from a mate or, and I think it's fake, can you help me? We were told back then that, look, um, we can only suggest that you yeah, buy yeah, from yeah, yeah. official stockist. Um, other than that, you know, I'm, I'm afraid we're not able to assist. So basically what they're saying is, look, if you haven't bought this from one of the yeah. official stockists on our website, yeah, then chances are it's probably a fake and we're not, you know, we're not going to waste time helping you to, to decipher whether it's fake or real. But what, what my thing is that once, once, if I go to Stone Island or Montclair or, who, or Gucci or whoever and I, and I, and I buy that item, uh, yeah, in yeah. a couple of years, I might want to sell it. So I've got to now go and sell that on the market and that, that goes on, on the market or whatever. So it's almost like Gucci, Stone Island, Montclair, their brand still circulates within the, um, yeah. within the pre-owned market. So they yeah. still need no, to I pay agree. attention I think, to I, that I market. I don't because... think it's a good business plan them just ignoring these fakes. Um, but but no, maybe, yeah, they, they just, not. they're turning a blind eye for whatever reason. 100%. They are turning a blind eye. And I just think that what they also have to understand is that they, their audience is yeah. also getting younger and younger and younger and younger as well. And a, lo- a lot of these guys are starting off their clothing journey by going to places like Matt's Island and going yeah. to places like Depop and eBay and they buy it because they're at university. But what they don't clock is that one day this individual is going to grow up and get a better job and he, he, he's, he's eventually going to want to go to a Stone Island mm-hmm. store and, you know, buy it in the sale yeah, or buy yeah. it directly from Stone Island. That's so cool. you, you need to prep that person yeah, that's a good point. Man. So yeah, it's it's it is kind of crazy that 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 they're mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, I've noticed you started doing that. You tell me how that started um, and what what what's going on with that? Because um, yeah, like, so it looks like it's doing pretty so well. I find a lot, my, I, I find that I've got a lot of time on my hands uh, after I've done my morning work. I normally finish working uh, around like one pm, yeah. uh, and then I've just got a lot of time on my hands. Nice. So, um, I was just thinking, what can I do? And um, yeah, I just thought. Yeah, why not? Why not start YouTube? Um, maybe before I started, yeah. maybe there was like some anxiety about, oh, what what would people think? And then I thought, that I, I don't know if I should swear on this, but but yeah, um, like, F and, all right, yeah. So I thought, and then I was just yeah, yeah fuck <laughs> it, man. I, I, I'll just um, I'll just go for it. Um, and yeah. then yeah, I put out my first video, Good. and then I got text from a load of mates like saying, oh, oh like sick, man. Um, yeah, like like I rate the YouTube thing, keep it up. Um, and yeah, since then, man, um, I don't know. I I made the YouTube maybe to just try and diversify my audience, try and maybe like grab grab Good. some people that aren't on Instagram but they're on YouTube, try and get them. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So yeah, it just just there wasn't a big reason for me starting YouTube. I didn't think yeah, this is going to be my next money maker. I just had time on my hands. Yeah. Thought there's just no harm in doing hands. it. There's literally no harm in doing it. So why not? So yeah. You've made you've made the wisest investment yeah. of your time, man. Because I I, I cannot stress how. Of course, and and yeah. YouTube, let me say uh, that but your YouTube was an inspiration for me starting my YouTube because oh, yours yeah. is all about clothing. And I thought, imagine if I had a, mm. if I had an audience like yours, with a website like mine, 
No, it's really good because obviously um, like I've seen a couple of the videos and I'm seeing like, you know, thousands of views and stuff like that. I would just say, you know, just just keep it up. Just yeah, keep, yeah, just yeah. keep doing it. It's definitely um, reaching out to a wider audience and it's helping people. And obviously people get to meet um, to meet Matt yeah, as well, yeah, yeah. to meet you, the person behind the brand. So it's definitely a great extension of, of, yeah, man. of, of your you, brand you. and stuff like um, that. And yeah, I don't regret it at all. It's just, it's, um, only, it's only good. Only good for the brand. What other brands do you love, Matt? Apart from the Stone Island, the CPEs um, of the world, what else so, are you into? Uh, my wardrobe consists of Stone Island, CP, and Prada. Prada, Prada is definitely my favorite brand. Okay. My second favorite brand after Stone Island. I love Prada, but not not like the new season Prada. Right. With like the blue. Yeah, the older stuff, the so older from stuff. like 2000 to around maybe like 2010, they made they made some really really right. nice pieces with wicked quality. Um, two jackets that I wear the most are my Prada jackets. Um, I'm wearing a Prada jumper right now. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love interview, older yeah? <laughs> older Prada stuff. It's wicked. The quality is really good, and the, and it's priced wicked. very very well in comparison to other high-end brands okay to the other uh, what, what's your thought of all this the, 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 these new super ridiculously high-priced brands like uh, Dior and yeah uh, Palm Angels yeah and man that, that, that's Celeron. not what's that's not me that's yeah that, that's not me um, I like the yeah. the second-hand stills that you can find you can't really find it with them kind of brands uh, I like I like some of the items they do but I, I don't I don't yeah when exactly man. RRP, puffer jackets like, yeah. for 2k okay. and stuff like that and <laughs> the culture that comes with it with like um, uh, yeah. like needing the new season and it's yeah I that so I just yeah not that I don't agree with it but I just don't understand it because if a jacket's nice a jacket's nice it doesn't matter if yeah. it's 10 years old Um, so I don't get what the no, yeah, fascination is with needing what, that new season jacket yeah. you're 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 a little bit like me where i think because you're yeah. in the buying and selling game you like the way i look at it is like okay if i buy this jacket for yeah two grand how how realistic am i going because if i buy something the first thing I'm yeah thinking is am i gonna lose am i, am I gonna lose money on this two, three years four years time am i yeah, gonna man. lose money That's the only <laughs> for thing sure i care about so if I if I see a, if I see like I don't know um, a Valentino jacket two k one and a half k and I'm thinking okay I buy that for one and a half k and then what I come back in two years no, no one's gonna yeah. give me a grand for it that's the way I see it very very hard to get over a grand on 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 pre owned unless yeah. it's some super super grail or exactly, it's, or it's brand exactly. new and it's not brand new because I've worn it. So that means I'm going to get like seven, eight hundred. So technically, to me, it now means I've lost eight hundred quid, and I, I'm not. I don't yeah, want to be in so the game to exactly lose mad money me, like that. Exactly the same with me. Oh, yeah, I've been thinking about recording so a like, YouTube video. Nah, I'm okay. Um, talking about mm. like I, I air quote investing in pre-owned pre-owned items. Exactly. Uh, when I say investing, I mean just not losing money yeah. and being able to wear new clothes not all the time. Money. But you're never losing money on it, because um, yeah, I, I just want to spread that philosophy that yeah, that, that you don't have that to message. buy this yeah, new yeah, season totally. thing and lose a grand on it. But I understand there's people that want to do yeah. that, and that makes them feel good, and that's fine, that, man. Yeah, there is, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. Each to their own, and no, totally agree. Yeah, so I, 
each to their own. But what you're saying is, is that there's probably going to be a large amount of people out there, especially in these times, that are going to want to still have the, the clothing, but they're not mm. going to want to spend mm-hmm. the mad money. So how can they get involved in, in that and then you know, try, try to work the game so that they lose as minimal as possible, but still get to wear the garms? Um, because to me, it is an investment if you can, like, if mm. you buy something for, let's say, 500, let's just say for arguments, and you, you can wear yeah. it for a year, two years, and keep it in a really good name, yeah. and sell it for 400, or even, yeah. or even 350, then you've yeah. got a jacket for 75 yeah. like I And like I mentioned years. earlier, with the retail so, prices always going up, <laughs> it's pushing the pre-owned prices up. So you might buy a jacket for 500 pound, and that's the market price at that time. In a year or two's time, the yes. market price for that pre-owned jacket might be 600 pounds so i i've i've had people buy off me um buy off my website and then they approach me maybe a year or two later and say oh how much could you how much would you Mm -hmm. buy this back off me for and i've actually offered them the same price that they've bought it for because the market price has gone up so they've worn something for a year or two and lost a penny on it and yeah wicked Mm -hmm. No, it makes sense. Makes to- makes total sense. Makes total sense. Um, Matt, what are your other hob- hobbies, man? What do you yeah. do outside of Matt's Island and all this vintage stuff all around you? What is your? Um, what, I'm what, a huge what, what you Chelsea Football Club supporter. Uh, I, I go I to. You were a me supporter. <laughs> I'm a Chelsea follower. <laughs> um, um... <laughs> yeah i go to as many games as i can and obviously there's a massive stone island following around football which i I love going there and just seeing just being in the pub and just being surrounded by stone island and fellow fellow chelsea fans it's wicked it's wicked um so when you so when you're not when you're not getting nice markups on 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 your clothing yeah and then other other than football i'm a I'm a I'm a gamer. I always have been a gamer since I since I since I was a, oh, I don't know really? since I was like 12 years old. Oh no no since much younger than that. Since I was like seven right. or eight, I've been gaming and I game. Right. Uh, so I started the on the Nintendo, SNES, so what? Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, man. Uh, That's where I started from. I remember getting. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what a game! I remember a game, bloody Duck Hunt, yeah, and thinking <laughs> it was the best graphics. Jeez. I remember thinking arcade graphics. Of the, like this is arcade. Like, honestly, I've got an arcade in my house. I thought it was the best thing ever. When you look now, like, crazy on PS Five, it's like flipping out. The, the transition is just. Uh, it's just it's was it Karate Kid or Karate or something? There was a game, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I started. I got a GameCube well, for uh, one of my Christmas, one of my Christmas presents. Me and my brother got a GameCube, and that that right. still to this day is the best Christmas Wicked. present I've ever had. So like getting a getting a console as a youth, there was nothing better better than that, man. Nothing I better. I still have my GameCube here. Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah. I, I still play. I still <laughs> play my GameCube games, man. Um. But yeah, I'm a massive gamer. So really? when I when I clock out of my work, uh, I jump okay. on my PC with, and then I game with my boys, and it's a wicked way to just um yeah Sick. pass the time and to time. chill with the mandem without being able to see the mandem. Uh, yeah. yeah. During yeah, these yeah. times, during uh, time, and yeah, then that. yeah, my my missus she gets back from work, and then 
we have dinner and then we game for the rest of the night. We play like Zelda, Mario, that them kind of games. Mario. Yeah. Sick. I love that. I love Definitely that. a Mario girl. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Mario. I'm a, actually I'm a bit of Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, is it? I, I think I saw you set your misses up with in the game as well. Does she? Yeah. So when I, when I was well? um, on my Depop, when I was big on my Depop, she was also doing her Depop thing. Uh, she was selling like women's wear, uh, D- Dior, that kind of stuff. Um, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was back in the day when Depop was pretty easy to do, when it was easy to find stills, when it was easy to sell. But now there's hundreds yeah. of sellers and she just found that it was more yeah. hassle than it's worth. And oh, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the fees and the are annoying, yes, annoying. of course. Um, but, but yeah, she, yeah. she's a pharmacist, so she just, she just doesn't have time for Depop anymore. No, of course. So she, she's nipped yeah. it in the bud. But, but yeah. from what I can remember at that time, Time, yeah, man, she, she was making though. like, um, I think like around like 2K a month, 2,000 pounds profit a month. Wow. And this was when she was wow. 17, 18 years old. So that, that's crazy money for Goodness. doing some doing something on the that side. Crazy like, money. Um, yeah. On the side. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Job. Exactly. Yeah, but the, sorry, the deep old glory days, man. It was, it was so easy back then. <laughs> the glory days of deep up. I miss that. I miss that. But not now. <laughs> so it's, it's how it always is when, when these things start out they're always great and then they kind of come yeah. into it and they make a lot of changes for sure for sure and it changes Before just let us know what's um what the future holds for Matt, Matt's Island you have any um, plans for the upcoming time yeah so so as of late everything that I upload onto my website pretty much almost everything sells so I'll upload 20 things on a Sunday and 18 things, 18 items of those 20 would have sold by the end of the day. So this has made me realize that I really need to start uploading more, basically, which means that I need to start buying more. Yeah. So the future for me yeah. means just finding more items to sell, uploading more. Other than that, yeah. other than just like yeah. upscaling what I'm doing already, I don't know what else I'm going to do. Try and yeah. stay focused on YouTube because it's easy for me. I, I often just yeah. like, ignore it for like a, a month um but i'd love to i'd love yeah. to start uploading cons- consistently to youtube um it's it, yeah, yeah i know this game very well yeah it's not yeah. easy bro because you're not it's, seeing it's like not easy, you're like, not seeing you do well for me obviously you get some returns off ebay now but like for a small youtube like mine i don't see any return on investment straight away so for me i just that's why i'm yeah. losing the motivation <laughs> But I know that in turn it does give me customers or whatever. So, so it, yeah. YouTube, YouTube. I mean, mm. when I say it's not easy, what I was meaning is that um, you, you're sourcing items. When the items come in, you check them. When you check them, you price yeah. them. You deal with returns. Yeah. You deal with questions. You post out. You keep the receipts. Mm-hmm. You take the pictures. You go on YouTube. You record. You edit. So, like, it's really so yeah. much going on then you've got market stuff and you've got to upload to the website so it's, it's sure. a lot it's a lot to do it's um it's it's not easy so that's that that's what i meant so it's really good that you're you're keeping it up i guess at some point it would probably have to be some type of transition maybe to maybe getting someone else in that yeah yeah maybe so I, I, concentrate yeah yeah I'm, i've been thinking maybe. recently like uh, uh, I, I don't know. my business is at the point where i could potentially employ somebody but i just don't know what 
I would employ them to do. So it's just thinking about you, you need a Matt's yeah. Island intern. Intern, yeah. But I just don't know what yes. I want yeah. them to do, to intern. be honest. Because because it's my business and it it's always been like I run it the way I run it. It's difficult for me to imagine yes. like someone else coming in and Yeah. Someone else. Like Yeah, man. I totally get it. I totally get it. One thing that I've learned, and it's it's uh, because of how I started. I I, I, I yeah. I'm like you. I'm from the ground up, and I'm a little tiny bit of a control freak, and I want to do everything myself. But if you ever, if anyone ever wants to take it to that next stage, it's it's definitely. And I say this to myself all the time, and I really struggle with it. It's just it's learning how to delegate. Yeah. Some of the stuff that we do, which is like. Not, it's, almost, it's almost like, look, you're, 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 you're too far gone yeah. to still do that bit. So let someone else kind of do that. Because maybe there's going to be some tasks that we do, which are just, they're good, but they're not going to give you the yeah. super value yeah. that you maybe need like, from that you, top. Maybe you're talking about like That's editing YouTube videos. Like, yeah, because I found that that was taking too long for me. Uh, and I have pictures, uh, my like, my godmother's son, so my godbrother, he's, um, he's a right. tech head. Uh, and he he offered to edit right. some stuff for me, so I've um, passed that on to him. And um, so yeah, so that, that's one one thing that I've passed on to some somebody else because editing just wasn't working for me. <laughs> no, nah. it wasn't working for you exactly. And I, I, I write that. My own I write that. My man. business partner's like, man, you need to get someone else to do. You need to get someone else to do. And I'm like, do you know what? Yeah. It, I actually do now because uh, I enjoy editing that's so sick. much. But ed- literally, editing a video can be anywhere from jeez. two to six jeez, hours jeez, depending jeez. on the video. So um, it, it's um, it, it can yeah. take up a lot of time, and I can be using that time to like. But that's that's where like your control project, so control I, freakness I, 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 comes I in, it. where you've got your way of doing it, and yeah, somebody exactly. else comes in and does it, exactly. and you don't know how they're going to do <laughs> it. And, does it. But but yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. No, that's so cool, man. That's so cool. Well, sick, I guess, sick, I sick, guess sick. that's it, man. Matt, we've really, really enjoyed it. So much, yeah, you too. You, it's been a both of you. Podcast. It was nice to speak to you. And yeah, thanks for having me on, innit? Yeah. And so if people if people want to get in touch with you, what Best what place to find to me is on Instagram, at Matt's Island. Um, Instagram. See my YouTube, at Matt's Island. Matt's Island as well. But yeah, Instagram is where I reply to people the fastest. Yep. And I'm pumping out the most okay. content on there. So hit me up on Instagram, anybody. Wicked. And you're also yes, a of course. on our Facebook group. Yes, so yes, yes. People find you on there as well. Um, yeah. Mad, mad. Okay, bro. Listen, we enjoyed speaking to you, man. And Sick. We thanks one, you thanks once again. Soon. And enjoy Thank the rest of your day. You. Have a good one. You too, bro. Take easy. Speak soon. Take care. Ciao. Bye.